Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that I do one-on-one mentorships. If you are struggling with your thought life and rooting your identity in Christ, if you are feeling stuck in fear and anxiety, if you are having trouble taking the lessons from the podcast and applying it specifically into your life, then maybe I can help. Send me an email and let's see if working together is the right fit for you. All right, let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Affirming Truth. I am Carla, I am your host, and I am just so thankful that you're here for this conversation today. Because, and I probably say this a lot, we're going to have a tough conversation and I hope that it will challenge you in all the beautiful ways that God is calling you to be challenged, but also encourage you and hopefully set you on a path of overcoming what we're going to talk about today, which is comparison and social media Oh my goodness, how many of us fall victims to our own actions on social media? I am definitely have been in that boat and continue having to really um, practice boundaries when it comes to my social media use. And let's get a few things clear about social media. It is designed to be addictive. It's designed to get you to go and keep going and staying there longer, right? The platforms are designed that way. It activates our brain's reward center by releasing dopamine into the brain, right? That's that feel-good reward hormone that we feel when we have sex or eat really good food or get a hug from someone, that dopamine, that reward center in our brain. That gets activated when we're on social media. So no wonder it can become so addictive. But ultimately, social media use is showing to be more of a negative impact in our lives than a positive by leading to anxiety and depression in so many people. And a lot of that has to do with the comparison that happens on social media, right? Social media leads us to comparison. And forget about all the time it robs of us too, right? Social media tends to lead to decreased or disrupted or delayed sleep, which is associated with depression and poor mental health. And can I also say poor physical health? If you're not sleeping well, your immune system is not going to operate at its optimum. We need sleep and social media is robbing us of the sleep. Social media is leading to anxiety and depression and social media leads us to very dangerous comparison, which builds resentment in our heart, which creates judgment, which leads us to be discontent 
with what God is giving us, it, it, it doesn't allow us to see the abundance in front of us, right? It causes us to minimize our own blessings. And listen, comparison in and of itself is a natural human thing, right? Like we are designed to see how we're doing, right? We see it in business. You compare sales from one year over another year. How are we doing? You know, we see it when we are watching our kids grow and we, you know, we measure their height on the wall with a pencil. We compare the growth year after year. Um, we compare when we're running a marathon, how did our time do to, to the last time we ran, right? We compare recipes, which one tastes better. We are made to really compare. It's one of the ways that we assess information and determine how we are progressing. We determine our safety. We determine um, our security. We determine a lot of these things through the brain's process of comparing. So comparison is a natural human function. The problem is that the comparison that we often do comes from a distorted focus. We have a distorted focus. We are not meant to compare one to another. And yet, isn't that what we do? We measure our success, our value, our productivity, our Christianity, our bodies to other people. And that was never meant to be the standard of comparison. Our comparison was never meant to be horizontal. We are designed to become more like Jesus. So who should we be comparing ourselves against? How we're walking more like Jesus. What should be our measuring stick for how we're living out our life? The Bible. How can we tell if we're growing in the way God wants us to grow? To temperature check with our past. That should be the focus of our comparison. But we have it distorted. And as social media has emphasized this distortion and created way more opportunities for comparison. And we do this even with our friends. We compare more with our friends now on social media than we did before. Before we might compare outfits, right? In real life, or we might compare housing on real life. But if we're honest, we follow a lot of our so-called friends through social media than we do through picking up the phone, than we do for in real life interaction. So even people that we know, it's not necessarily that we're just comparing ourselves to strangers on the internet, which happens a lot. We're comparing ourselves to our friends and our family based on their social media feed. That is not healthy. And not only is it not healthy for your mind or your body, it's not healthy for your spirit because it leads you to sin, right? It leads to resentment and jealousy and all of that. In Proverbs 4.23, 
It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart. In the area of social media, we need to guard our hearts. Is social media and how we're interacting it causing us to sin? When I did a poll on my social media, on my Instagram, I asked you guys, what do you tend to compare? And the top two answers were body, which I totally get. And I hope you guys listened to the episode on body image a couple of weeks ago. And the other thing was lifestyle and finances. And guys, you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Social media is not reality. Social media is a curated experience based on what the poster wants you to see, right? It's not reality. And yet you end up comparing the hard stuff in your life with the best stuff in someone else's life. That's not even apples to apples, right? Forget the fact that comparing with one another is not the right thing to do. We don't even compare apples to apples. And no wonder we're living a life where we're discontent, where we're not happy with our day to day where we get stuck only looking at the mundane and the drudgery. And we miss seeing the blessing. We miss seeing the gifts because we are too busy getting our nose all in what other people are doing. In James 1.17, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. If your sister in Christ is getting a blessing, that should cause you to rejoice in the Lord, that he is a good gift giver and not be looking down on the gifts he's giving you. Right? I mean, what would you say to siblings at Christmas if one sibling disregarded the wonderful gift you gave them? And just compared to the sibling and got upset about how good their gift was. What is our response to that as parents? We take that child aside and we talk to them about gratitude. We talk to them about celebrating one another. We talk about having the right attitude. Guys, we need to have this talk with ourselves. We are not celebrating our friends and sisters in Christ for the gifts God is giving them. We are resenting it. Why? Because our eyes are so focused on what they have that it's minimizing our view and our focus of what we have. And this is a big deal. It says in Isaiah 45, 9, woe to him who strives with him, who formed him, a pot among earthen earthen pots. Does the clay say to him who forms it, what are you making? Or your work has no handles. Woe to him. Who are we to say to God what gifts he gives where? Who are we to say to God that we're not satisfied with what he's giving us? Who are we to dictate to God his plans and his purposes and how he's using individuals for the ministry? Woe to him. 
that's a, a, a pretty stern warning. So we need to check ourselves. Are we arguing against God's sovereignty and how he's given gifts? And I have to check myself a lot on this. And I have to say, I have really had to, when it comes to social media, surrender and submit to God. Like as a podcaster, as someone who brings awareness to mental health and my faith journey on Instagram, I have been caught in comparing myself to other online ministries and other podcasters and looking at their engagement and looking at their followers and looking at, you know, the activity that they're getting and, and how, how many shares they get. I would, I really had to stop myself from doing that because their ministry is exactly that theirs. It's the ministry God gave them and God's going to use them in a different way. My ministry is very specific to the plans that God has for me. You cannot compare. We're each doing work for the body. So we should be celebrating each other and not comparing. There is abundance in the kingdom of God, not scarcity. There is abundance and everything that is meant for me in order to carry out the mission that God uniquely has for me will be given to me by my father. And if it's not given to me, then it's not needed for the mission he specifically has for me. And no matter what, I rejoice with in thanksgiving for his provision. That's a hard place to get, especially when you're bombarded constantly on social media with someone who looks better or someone who's always going on vacation or someone who always has, you know, the perfect home or someone who's always buying new outfits or someone who seems to have this active social life. That can especially sting when you're friends and you're not always included in that, right? But we need to stop using social media as a checklist for all the things that we don't have and make ourselves miserable in our own life and ineffective to be used by God. And I want you to have an honest assessment with yourself, right? Like after you, first of all, I want you to start timing how much time you spend on social media. Like literally put your timer on when you start And don't turn it off until you stop and record that time and then add it up for the day. I want you to get a realistic understanding of how much time you spend on social media. And then I want you to emotionally rate yourself. After your period of time on social media, how do you feel on a scale of one to 10? 10 being, I feel great. I feel empowered. I feel in aligned with the Holy Spirit. I feel overcoming joy versus I feel depressed and discontent and anxious. Rate yourself. And then take notice based on the rating, what type of scrolling you did. Were you following conspiracy theorists and um, people that have very contentious opinions? Were you following a court case that causes you to worry? 
Were you secretly checking out all your friends' latest posts and seeing what they're up to with jealousy? What were you doing? I know that when I had to take more control and more ownership and more responsibility over my social media time and the effects it was having on me, right? That jealousy, that not feeling good enough, because isn't that what social media does when you're stuck in comparison? It makes you feel like you're not good enough. When that happened, I had to do four things. One, I had to really realize that social media is not reality. It is not reality. You don't know the state of someone's bank account. You don't know the state of someone's marriage. You don't know the state of someone's mental health. You don't know the state of someone's disordered eating. You don't know anything except what that person in one little square chooses to share with you. It is not a full, complete picture. Social media is not reality. Number two, I had to confront the comparison with biblical truth, right? I had to confront it with biblical truth that I was sinning in my heart with how I was comparing myself with others. I had to really confront that. Then I had to curate my feed. I had to mute or unfollow people. And sometimes that means muting and unfollowing friends. And I would just say, have a conversation with them. Say, listen, you know, Susie Lynn, I'm really struggling with some um, mental health or I'm really trying not to spend too much time on social media. And so I am unfollowing a bunch of people. It's not a reflection of our friendship. I love you. Let's get together for dinner real soon. But if you see me unfollow you, that's just why I'm having to, during this season right now, curate my feed differently. I've had people say that to me. And yeah, it kind of hurt a little, but I got over it. I respect their boundaries. I'm much more concerned with them having a heart after God then if anything I'm doing is leading them into sin, right? And then I had to redeem my time. I had to redeem my time. For me, that meant completely eliminating one social media. I've had to take TikTok off my phone completely and not use TikTok. Um, I am thinking about taking Instagram off my phone on the weekends. So I'm more present with my family and not tempted. I turn off notifications except for my business accounts. Like there are things that you need to do to redeem your time. And how do you redeem it? With things that are life-giving, things that help you see the abundance of what God is doing. You redeem that time by asking God, where do you want me to go with this added time? Who can I serve? Who can I impact? Maybe that's more time with your family undistracted. Maybe that's helping a neighbor. Maybe that's volunteering at the church. Whatever it is, you redeem that time for God's glory. And can I say those four things have had a huge impact on my mental health and a huge impact in breaking free from the comparison that we do on social media that kills us inside, really. 
right? Making us feel not good enough and leading us to sin. That's the big thing. It leads us to sin. Here's your affirming truth for today. I will be honest about the impact social media has on me and in repentance, seek God's will for this tool in my life. Because it can be a tool, right? It's a tool for my ministry. It's a tool to encourage others. It's a tool to stay connected with a, with a joyful attitude with friends. It can be a positive tool. But we have to be honest about its impact, repent where it's leading us to sin, and then take greater ownership and responsibility in putting up boundaries. And my verse for you today on this is from Colossians 3, 14 to 15. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule you in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. I love how that ends with be thankful. When we are practicing gratitude, when we are rejoicing in the Lord and thanksgiving, that is when we have our eyes on the right focus. That is when we cut off comparison from a distorted focus, giving thanks. All right, guys, be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.